Hey everyone, welcome to our very first episode of Ghost Station. I'm Kesh. And I'm Arya, and today we're going to be talking about a topic that is very important, I think, to discuss in today's climate and culture, and that is social media and the effect that it has on the mental health of teens and adolescents in particular, but also just the overall impact of social media on on mental health. And we're coming to you with this from our own experiences, some lovely research Arya has put his heart and soul into. Yeah. We know it's everyone's best friend. It's what everyone spends their time on. It's our generation's go-to place. And we just wanted to have a conversation about how it impacts your day-to-day life and not just the short-term, but the long-term effects it can have. And the effects of not being on it. Yeah, because we've actually been off of it for quite some time now. Maybe not like not fully off of it, but I mean there was a time where we were fully off of it. There were yeah, there was a time, but now I think we're both just like we have a healthy-ish relationship with it where mm-hmm. we're literally on it a few times a week. But we can we'll get into that in, in more detail. Um I did a ton of research about just how social media usage is rising in the last like five to like in the last five years, social media usage has been rising. And also everyone has a phone now or computer. Exactly. Everybody's connected at all times. And we're all in a pandemic. So we're all at home. Exactly. It's just gone. It's just gone even higher. And I could just sit here and read the data off to you, but that's not really interesting. I'll just paraphrase all the data to say that there is a direct correlation between how much time you spend on social media and men- mental health sort of going down and you're you're opening yourself up more to depression, distress, suicidal ideations. I mean, that's obviously at the extreme end, but... And that's a reality, though. And we started off with a heavier topic, but I think it's been the most prominent one in regards to what's going on with everyone today and... There's constantly new things popping up. Like the latest thing I was part of was Clubhouse. And, Mm. you know, the hype was everywhere. You invited me to that. I did. And it was like a unique thing where you only had, I don't know, like three invites. It was like, oh, who do I share these with? And everyone was, you know, everything in social media, I think, gets hyped up. Where it's like, if you don't have it, what are you doing with your life? Do you even have a life? Like, how I know, do you have friends? It's that fear of missing out and not being part of the culture. FOMO. FOMO. You actually wasted your clubhouse invite on me because I spent probably 20 minutes on that app and you was like, You know what? I got this. three more after that and then I never went on it again. And I'm not saying that social media doesn't have its perks because if you're a business or if you have no, of course. any sort of way of getting an income or connections and that's what I used it for in the beginning like honestly it was great I used it to break out of my terror barrier of like um something as simple as just being open to be in a discussion with people I never spoke which Mm -hmm. is funny because here I am speaking but um you know it's it's great to step out of your comfort zone and try things but it becomes a problem when it takes over your life and all you're doing every minute you're with people is on their phone. And I mean, Arya has experienced this where I've literally whacked the phone yeah, out of his hand. Yeah, guilty. <laughs> or like when you just like you're going out to dinner with a group of friends and then 
this this seems to happen every time nowadays. Anytime you go out with, I mean, obviously not during COVID, but like before COVID, I would go out with a group of friends and without fail, there will always be one moment where everybody's on their phone, just four or five people. Everybody has their phone in their face and nobody's talking. And I, I'm usually just sitting there like, what, what the hell's going on? Yeah. And I mean, everyone does it. We did it at dinner. Yeah, the we other did night. it too. Yeah, I know. But it wasn't social media. It, it's fine if you're aware of it. But I am a person who likes to be present and I like physically being around people and spending time with them. And my personal belief is if you're giving me your time in person, then I should respect it enough to to give you my time back and you know you could be on your phone anytime any place you don't need to be on it while you're spending that hour with that person Mm -hmm. i mean that's that's just me but i know i mean there's obviously a lot of benefits to social media too it took you it took you some time to to what be down to get off social media (laughs) it's hard it's literally like an addiction and like, it goes deeper than just the feeling. Like, it's engineered in a way to be addicting. Every time you, you know how you scroll up to make it refresh? Yep. It purposely doesn't show you things you've already seen. So every time you refresh, it oh, only yeah, it's shows like a slot you. Machine. Exactly. It only shows you content that you haven't seen before, right? And you have this sort of like addictive thing going in your brain where you're like, oh, I wonder what the next picture is. Mm-hmm. It might be something that is, you know, going to be shocking to me or. You know, something I need to see, I have to see. Well, I think the biggest thing you get out of it is that most people feel like if, I, if I'm if i not on it, then what am I doing with my life? Like, I don't know. People think that that's all you can spend your time on. And if you don't have social media, then you don't have anything to be doing when you're bored or like sitting on the toilet or I don't mm-hmm. know, like just random places. You're waiting for somebody. You don't want to look awkward on the side of the street. So you have to be on your Instagram. And yeah, I mean, absolutely. You, you think that until <laughs> you try it and then you're like, I can be a normal human being and just stand here and look bored. Yeah. But, you know, in reality, you're thinking about 50 different things because your mind is allowed to be bored. And I think. People don't give boredom credit. Like, boredom is where your ideas come from. Boredom is how... Oh, that was profound. I mean, people say it all the time. Boredom is your friend. That's the first time friend. I've heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's profound. How many times you go in the shower? Because you're bored. You're in a relaxed state of mind. You're just chilling and you have, like, great ideas. I mean, you you always used to go in with your... I would have, like, I'm sure uh, other programmers will be able to relate to this, but if I'm, like, stuck on a bug or something that I can't fix... You know, I go take a shower, it'll come to me. I'll just, I'll just be taking a shower like, oh, I should have done it this way. Uh, oh, I'll go back and, and then do you that. run out naked out of the shower yelling, Eureka! Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but in all, all seriousness, like, people are scared of being bored. And they're scared of not knowing what's going on in someone's life. But when you take it out, you find out how much of a mental weight it is to be in that state of constantly I need to know what's next I need to know what's next I need to know what's next like I was I was surprised how much time I got back by being off of it like you like you know how your phone tracks how long you spend on certain (laughs) apps like I would have like maybe two hours maybe even three hours on like just in total for social media and then once I could like got that time back i was like shocking at first like what do i do i have all this extra time now Mm -hmm. yeah and that's the thing people also like they're like what do i do if i don't do that right and 
There are so many things. There's so many better things to be doing. Like now that I'm looking at it with hindsight, it's like, why would I waste three hours looking at other people's lives when I can spend three hours doing something that makes me happy? And you don't think three hours is a lot, but like three three hours, hours, (laughs) even if it's three hours a week, like three hours a week, that's add that up over a couple of years. My math sucks. I'm not going to give you any numbers, but it's like, it's a lot. It's like 150 hours. Did you do that quickly? It was 52 weeks. Three okay. hours a week, roughly 150. All right, there you go. Humans <laughs> with math skills, you can verify that. But even if it's like something as crazy as three hours a day and you're getting that time back, you could, you could start a business with that much time mm-hmm. back. You could learn You could learn so many new things. And I mean, you could also spend it doing other things you love. Arya, for example, spends hours gaming, but... Well, there's this new game that is <laughs> taking up some of my... Some of my attention. <laughs> There's always a new game, but that's that's fine. <laughs> Everyone has a different thing, you know. Maybe it's reading, maybe it's watching a show, but it's something else you love. And I'm not saying it's necessarily that you have to do something super productive with your time. It's just being conscious of like... Doing things need... that you like doing that make you happy. Yeah, you don't need to do it for someone else. Like You don't need to know what's going on in, I don't know, like Adam's S- life. So-and-so's life, life. Somebody you went to high school life. with. Like, who cares? Jinx, let me say that. Something funny that happened the other day when we went garbage collecting. I'm not going to say names, obviously, but... Oh, yeah. It was Earth Day. Everyone should go garbage collecting on a side note, but... Yeah, support the Earth, but... (laughs) But one of the people we were with, I think jokingly, was like, oh, like, did you guys, uh, like, post post on your Instagram stories or whatever that we're out here? And we're just like, no, like, we don't have Instagram. She's like, and she was like, oh, you, wait, you're just, you're just doing this for yourself? Like, you're not doing this to... Well, I don't think she meant it No, I know, way. it was a joke, but... I think she was, yeah, she was joking about it, but for her, at least, you know... But I think It it's... brings up a good point, because she was doing it to actually bring awareness to Earth Day, and the fact that you should go garbage picking. Yeah. And she was like, are you guys going to post it and let everyone know? But that is a funny point, because someone called me a few days ago... And they're a part of this friend group who knows about it. And they're like, oh, you went garbage picking without me? I was like, I haven't talked to you in time. How do you know I went garbage picking? How do they know? They saw it on the Instagram post. And like, you went without me? Like, you went with them? And you didn't invite me? And I was like, I don't know. It was like the last minute. I got invited last minute. Like, I'm not going to call up my whole address book. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I wasn't even thinking about it. I wasn't, I I didn't cross my mind. Yeah, it wasn't a social thing. It was... I mean, it kind of was, but it was more just, like, doing a fun activity to help the yeah, earth. Yeah, and, you know, and that's another thing. Like, go out, get some fresh air. That's what That was the main thing. We both had, like, long days inside and with the pandemic and everything. Yeah, it was know. a spur-of-the-moment thing, too. Mm-hmm. We just got a call, like, hey, do you want to go garbage picking? It was an accident. Yeah, but, sure. But, yeah, it was, it was Ten minutes accident. later, we're out the door. So, you get, you get to be more present in your life, I guess, which is... Everyone talks about it, and it's not like it just suddenly clicks when you're off social media. It's an, it's a whole other topic of being aware and mm-hmm. conscious of different things. But I think it's a huge step in just mental clarity and health. I think if people tried it for a week, like let's say yeah, maybe a week's not enough. No, I, like it's my not. my experiment length was a month. I went off of it for a month, and by the end of the month. My friends were like, oh, when are you going to come back to Instagram? My honest feeling was I don't ever want to come back. By the yeah, end of that month, I had felt a significant mental weight being taken off of me 
And all I could think to myself is, why would I put this weight back on? And he, he went back on it, like, for a day or something. And he's like, like, F this. I don't, I don't want to be on it. Yeah. Like, I don't care or whatever. Um, and same same with me. I mean, I went on it a while ago because I realized it was, for me, you know, just the judgment of so many things. Not just yourself, but other people. And especially right now, I think when you're like, what do I do? What am I doing with my life? And you're comparing like your life to somebody else's, which is the number one thing I think, especially for young kids. Comparison is the thief of happiness. That's very, yeah, you're great at quotes, but it's like for kids who are younger, I think it's the worst thing ever. If you're looking at someone, especially, you know, for, I know it's like for guys and girls both you just you see someone whether it's success in their business success in their body type success especially the for girls at least especially that like yeah there's people posting these unattainable pictures that are clearly like photoshopped or just went under rigorous editing you know carefully selected the kardashians and i mean that's such an overused example but they are one of the like top most you know, ce- celebrities that are out there that all these girls are like, I need a body like that. And you you do. You look at them and you're like, shit, like, or I can't swear, but. We'll try not. <laughs> we'll try I, not I already to. dropped an F-bomb earlier. <laughs> but um, just, just the idea of like looking at it, even if you're conscious, even if you're aware, it's like you can't help but feel that little twinge of, Oh, I don't look like that. I don't, why, why can't I, I should work out. Mm-hmm. I should do this. I need makeup. It's like, you really don't. Yeah. And once you get out of that superficial bubble, you, you really look around you and you're like, there are so many people in this world. Like it's, it's an insane amount, billions of people. And do you for one second think they all have the time to look like the Kardashians? Like, no. And the Kardashians have like six people making them up to look like that for I know 50 they have a million whole pictures they took crew, to get the one posted. Yeah, they have a whole crew in like photo photo shoots, editing. Like and they have years of that lifestyle. Like you're you you're a normal human being. If you compare yourself to normal human beings, you realize that's not how it is. And I know for girls, it's like you always post a nice selfie and you post like you looking cute. And you're like, oh, golden hour, I'm mm-hmm. loving this. But and you get one comment that's just like rubs you the wrong way, and then. Your whole day's ruined. Yeah, and does that worth your whole day being ruined? Like, that's no. the question. And for me, it wasn't, like, so much, like, I know for girls, it's probably more like that. For me, it was, like, oh, I see everybody's story. Oh, this person's on a vacation. This person's hanging out here. This person's doing that. And I'm watching this on the couch, like, why don't I have something going on right and now? It's, and it's aiming in your relationships. Like, for us, for example, I'd be, like, you know, Ariana would make an offhand comment about, like, a celebrity or this or that. And I'd be, or he wouldn't. He'd just be looking at a picture even. And in my head, I'd be like, why? You know, he's taking a second too long to look at that picture of crazy <laughs> girlfriend mode. Activated, you know? Uh. <laughs> and then 50 thoughts are rushing through my head. Meanwhile, he's just like, I don't know, in his nothing box doing nothing. But I'm flipping out and I'm going crazy. And I, I, I know it's not only me. But meanwhile, on the flip side, you'll post a picture, you know, looking really nice. And then I'll see one of your friends post a oh, yeah. comment with like a hard eyes. <laughs> and then I got a million things rushing through my head. Like, are you who the, who the, who the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it just brings up those insecurities, I think, within everybody. And it is hard to overcome that. 
Um, I don't know. In some ways, I guess what we're saying is if you kind of don't have that in your life, you don't have to overcome it. You know, some things you just don't need it there and you don't need to worry about it. You don't need to overthink it. And it makes your life better by not being there. Just cut it out. Mm -hmm. You know, they say cut out people that don't make you happy or don't do this. But it's the same things with the the other things you spend your time with. And that would be social media that doesn't make you feel good. And there's so many different platforms. I mean, there's like hundreds, but the, yeah, there's I think, popular ones. I think it's pretty hard to just like stop altogether. But right. like you could try just changing the platforms you're on. Like I personally found Instagram and Snapchat to be the most destructive for my mental health. But but like something we didn't like even try TikTok. Oh, yeah. No, I don't even want to dive in that in that ocean. But like for me, something like Reddit or um What's another one I use? YouTube. YouTube. YouTube and Reddit. Honestly, like, it's weird to think of YouTube as a social media, but it really is. Yeah. And I mean, I use, like, Pinterest all the time. I use it for cooking food so I don't get a hangry boyfriend. I use it for (laughs) arts and crafts. Sometimes I just use it for plants. Like, you know, just so many different things. And if you get inspired by certain things, maybe just filter the people who you're interacting with on social media. You know, you don't Mm -hmm. have to follow everybody and get notifications from everybody. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. We're going to talk about, like, the the different sort of steps you could take to to help your your experience. So it it just takes certain effort and steps that you set up and and we're by no means saying that everybody should get off social media Absolutely obviously not. some people thrive on it some people love it if 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 you enjoy using social media and, you, and it brings you genuine joy like you yeah. don't find it depleting or energy draining and it doesn't mean delete it it just means modify your routine that's that's yeah just be it. aware of you know how much you're using it and yeah Try it. All we're saying is experiment. We yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. experimenting. Worst case, you get off of it for a week, two weeks, three weeks, and then you're like... Celebrities do it all the time. Yeah, celebrities do it all the time. Just get off get off social media for a bit. And then, you know, you at the end of it, you're like, no, you know what? I, there was no problem. I had no problem with it. I actually prefer having it in my life. Okay, yeah. go back. No problem. And I mean, you always... I think the number one thing I got asked was, how do you stay in touch with people? If you have a phone number... Yeah. And the people you care about, you have that number. The ones who really care will reach out to you. That was one of my biggest worries about trying to get off of it. I was like, how am I, how are people going to contact me? I know you literally posted, I'm getting off Instagram, like message Yeah, because I, I, was, I was having a crisis when I was getting, I was scared to commit to that one month off. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, how are people going to know I'm off here? I'm going to miss so many because I still had that FOMO. I'm going to miss notifications. I'm going to miss messages. Yeah. And it happens, but you, like, I I had that happen, and then I think it was, like, two months down the line, I got, like, a few messages, like, why aren't you answering your Instagram messages? I was like, I'm not on Instagram. Oh, why? And I was just like, I don't want to be on it. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's fine. Um, I had friends who who did, like, classes and stuff, and they were posting it on there, and I was just messaging and talking to them, and we hung out, like, oh, I'm doing, like, a yoga class. Do you want to be on it? And I was like, yeah, sure. I had no idea they were posting it online. And later on, I was I had other friends join. I'm like, how did you guys see? They're like, oh, it was on Instagram, but or Facebook or whatever. But you know, I still got to join that event because that person was my friend. I cared. We connected. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the most important thing you realize is that you have people in your life, 
and you don't need everyone. You don't need no, like you don't 500 need... friends to yeah, be talking to Yeah, because you keep you. thinking, oh, the person I went to high school, I had one high school class with, what if they want to reach me? Like, who, who cares? If if you're worried about your friends reaching you, they will reach you. This is uh, this episode is going to be called "Who Cares?" based on the fifty times we've said "Who cares?" in complete unison. Well, it's a working title. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you really, really find out that the people who love you and care for you are there. There may be just two people. There may be just one, but you will find that group of people who matter to you even more because. Mm-hmm. The ones on social media generally aren't even the ones you're close to, you know? You're not... No. It's like it's like reality TV. They're the ones you're following. Literally, like, it's a show. Like, yeah. you're following their their lives with, you know, quotation marks. Yeah, we're in dystopian. Yeah. But once you get off of it, you're like, oh, well, I really have no connection with those people whatsoever. Yeah. The people I do have a connection with, like, my family, my close friends, the people I care about, like, you will remain having a connection with them. And I think, like, for for me, at least, for example, I didn't have Facebook, but I had Facebook Messenger, certain apps. You That's can a great have app. the, the messaging part of it, you mm-hmm. know, still there. And Facebook, they've done a really cool thing where now you can cross-message with Instagram. Right. So you don't even need your Instagram anymore. You can do all your DMing from your Facebook Messenger app. Yeah. So that's like the perfect solution to my my initial fear. You get all those sugar mamas in your messenger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe now would be a good time to segue into the sort of methods you can use to mitigate the negative effects of social media. Or what we've tried, at least, and what we've found that, that you know, work. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, I'm still trying to yeah, <laughs> implement of some of these with Arya and myself as well. Like, we're Cause, trying to... It doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. I, I still sometimes, like, open up Instagram on, on my computer, like, on the web version, and I find it so hard to get off of it again. Yeah. It's like, it's like a, like, I don't know how to... Like, I have to the, be like, Arya, get off. Oh, yeah, it's oh. like a portal that just sucks you in. As soon as you open it, like it's like but a more force drawing you in. Yeah, I am more conscious, but I can I'm consciously aware of that force pulling me in. Yeah, so I mean, it. I'm still on it as well, and the thing is, for me though, I don't feel that draw as much. I I get like a scroll for maybe um like maximum three to four minutes, and then I'm like. I mean, I'd rather be doing something where I could, like, on YouTube with a person that I actually want to know more about and or learn something about um, and motivates me. You know, half the stuff I see on Facebook, on Instagram, um, it's just, it's someone else's life and I'm not living it and it's never going to be my life. And the only reason I do care is if, you know, it's a, it's a nice update. And it's someone that you do care about. And you're like, oh, that's a, that's a good thing to know. Or if it's to support a personal business that someone started. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had friends who've started small startups and just following them or liking their stuff just to, you know, give them that support. That's a great use of social media. Absolutely. Um, and there's a lot of great uses for social media. But the moment I think it breaks you down emotionally is when you should. You should get off. Be yeah. aware. Yeah. You should monitor yourself a little more. So how do you do that, Arya? Well, that's a great segue into our first point, which is be mindful of your social media habits. So what do you mean by that? Do you wake up and the first thing you do is roll over, grab your phone and check your Instagram? Do you? Yeah, I know. 
Do you, me too. Well, you, you <laughs> mainly. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> mainly me, but um, do you, for example, scroll in your lunch breaks right before you go to bed? How much time do you spend? You know, there's fantastic apps on your phone now, like in your settings to, to measure how much time you're spending. Like, just take a glance. Do you think it's like too much? And I mean, uh, so for example, an implementation of something where you are waking up and you scroll through it um, was, for example, we tried to do no, no phones in the bedroom, right? Didn't work very well. We lasted a week and a half, maybe. Well, actually, I would counter argue that it has worked pretty well i'm because yeah there are still days where i bring my phone with me i'm Arya's alarm clock yes there are still some days where i bring my phone with me into our bedroom but for the most part it's not in our bedroom and when i wake up in the morning i don't reach over and grab that phone because there is no phone to reach over and grab yeah i just wake up naturally for however long it takes me to get out of bed and then, you know, have my coffee or whatever. And then when I reach my phone on my desk, then I'll, I'll start checking. And if you're like me, where I just don't want to see those notifications, what I do is I have my phone and around, I think, 11, it'll go off into do not disturb. And I get into bed and I just turn everything off. Like I turn on my airplane mode and I have my Wi-Fi off. And I, I don't think there's anyone who's going to need me that late at night. Obviously, there's emergencies at times, but um, that that can be something that's left to your discretion. For me personally, I don't have anyone who's going to reach me at that hour of the night mm-hmm. and get to me. And need Plus, me. there's also like more settings, like I mentioned, that you can tweak. Right. So if somebody repeat calls you, then it goes through. Right. You don't need to turn off your Wi-Fi. You can just have do not disturb on for that alarm. If you have like an iPhone, they have the, the right. sleep time. I think um, any platform you're on, there's there's now options. Right. And so I do that. And so then even when I wake up and I do, I use my phone as an alarm, I do see my screen. It's very easy for me just to go and if I want to listen to music or whatever, I have my downloaded music or podcasts and that's how I wake up. And then I can, you know, work out or journal or however I do my own morning routine and the phone is not a part of it until I'm ready for it to be a part of it. And I can turn it on then and you can get bombarded with whatever your either work or personal life or however you do it. And mm-hmm. if that works, that works. If not, then there's, I think, so many other ways. But that's that's my personal um, solution to that. And Arya's is cash bar jumping on him to wake him up. Yeah. And just one more point on the being mindful is you could just try to, I mean, this is harder, but be mindful of how you feel when you use social media. Mm-hmm. Like when you're, when you put it down, do you feel better? Do you feel worse? Do you and feel... And that's like a whole other topic, just mindfulness. And mm-hmm. that's a growing topic. I mean, you'll find tons of podcasts and there's a new one on Netflix show. Um, oh, is there? Yeah, the the how to sleep, like meditation and stuff. So that's a whole other thing, but it is a huge, huge part of what you do mm-hmm. in order to get over that social media hump. Well, the next point is set limits on the amount of time you use social media apps. This is another really easy thing to do with all the new you know features that your phone has. Just set like, well, you know, obviously setting a small limit at first will be hard for people if they're trying to like wind mm-hmm. down. Set a one hour limit on your Instagram, on your Snapchat, on your, you know, whatever, TikTok. I guess TikTok's mm-hmm. the, the killer these days. Mm-hmm. I mean, we 
we haven't dabbled in it ourselves, but too scared, <laughs> too scared. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a drug, you know. You're like, oh, I, if I, you know, if I take a sniff of this, I'm not gonna be able to get off. Don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, set limits, and then you know, at first you might be surprised at how quickly you hit those limits. You'll be like, what? It's what? How was it already telling Honestly, me to get off? Like yeah, and for me personally, those didn't work because they were even more addicting. Because I'd be like. No, I have more time to spend on it. I don't need to spend just an hour mm-hmm. on the block. And then I I disable my block, which is very easy to do. Yeah. And then I just go right back on it. Exactly. And so I did that for a bit. And then I was like, you know what? Screw this. I don't want to do that anymore. And that's when I went cold turkey. And it worked for me in that way. But maybe like Arya saying, you know, gradual steps yeah, I guess work it better just, for some people exactly depends on the person i right. think for me cold turkey worked better as well because i had the same issue with the time limits i would just like snooze them or whatever just yeah. can't like you know get them off the screen and go right back to it yeah but if that's something that could work for you that's that's just one option another option is you only connect to the people that you actually like your mm-hmm. friends people that inspire you this might be a scary thing for some people to do but Go through your follow list and purge it. Purge yeah. the, like... You really don't need that person you, you knew in elementary school who you didn't even really like. You're just yeah. following him or her because you want to know what's in their Not life. Not even. You're following them because they follow you. And then you're scared of what it's going to oh, do to yeah. your social credibility if you unfollow them. Who cares? Like, what you want to be mean? I've been there. Yeah, just I've be been there mean. too. But like, what care. are you worried about? What's the worst that could happen? They send you a message like, why did you unfollow me? You reply very courteously, you know, I've... And you don't need to even accept follows. Like, I remember the first time I had someone in real life I did not like, and then they followed me on social media. I'm like, why on earth would you follow me on... Like, we are not friends. Yeah. And I and I saw them every day. And I was like... I think we've all had stuff like that happen. You know, I don't want you in that bubble. So I never accept it. And to this day, they still keep renewing their follow requests. But <laughs> to I this day, do it, not care. it remains on pending. <laughs> <laughs> I do not care. And I can't stress enough that my life is better because of it. Like, I don't need to see your stuff. You don't need to see mm-hmm. my stuff. And not that I post anything, but it's just none of your business, you know. It's none of your business, and seeing your stuff doesn't bring me any value, any positive Correct. value. Yeah. Um, I, I guess th- the last... Oh, go ahead, sorry. I also think it's um important if you find that you're someone who can't... If you have, like, five voices in your head, you, you may have personality disorder, which is another thing. But if you're just generally, like, a normal person and you have, like, five different thoughts in your head and people telling you different things... Find somebody who's on the same page as you and, you know, wants to get off of it and can be your buddy and accountability and just both of you make like a pact with each other. and That actually helped you, us. Yeah. And you that have it. Me. You have it so that if you, you know, you don't have to set negative or positive consequences. It's what everyone says. It's your why. Why are you doing it? Is it for your mental health? And it, tell that person so they know. And then when you're like, oh, I really want to go on, they'll remind you. They'll be like, hey, Arya you know, the reason you felt really crappy last time you were on it was when you saw this and that made you feel like this. And like, oh yeah, uh, never mind. I'm not going to go on it, mm-hmm. you know? And it just helps rather than you having those two voices in your head where it's like, no, just do it, just do it, just do it, just do it. Like candy, just, just eat it. But you want that other person to just be like, nah, B, it's not worth it. 
you need a sponsor. Like when you're yeah, you're rehabilitating <laughs> from yeah, when you're rehabilitating from like an addiction, you need a, like a sponsor to keep you keep you sober. Yeah, and it, and it is it is an addiction. It is absolutely. Yeah, so I mean that worked with us. So if you want, hit us up. <laughs> can, <laughs> I'm joking. Half Please joking. don't hit us don't up. Don't hit us up. However, if you go to Anchor dot fm slash ghost station you could leave us voice messages or voice questions that we would love to answer yeah on the show it would be great to hear from you guys if you want to obviously if not that's cool too no, that's cool just too. take just taking the information yeah. we're really grateful for anyone who listens shameless plug i guess <laughs> great at that um so our last point is if an account stirs up negative emotions then it's time to unfollow i guess we've already talked about it but if there is a specific account you're noticing, you know, this when this person posts, you know, you might it might not even be like an obvious thing to you. You need to be very, very aware of the triggers. But you're like, oh, whenever I see the uh, pictures that the content that this person posts, it it stirs up negative emotions for me. It's time to unfollow that account mm-hmm. and instead follow people who inspire you or like you said, share similar interests or provide you with a sense of belonging. Or if you really want to, and you can't bear the thought of, like, deleting the people from this account, just make a new one. Oh, yeah. That's a great strategy as well. And just ignore the old one. Yeah, you know? just don't use it. Or, or like, I have two accounts. I have a I have a more um, aesthetic, like, photography account, because that's what I like to do. Um, and I wanted that more as a business account. And then I have a personal one. And I really don't check that personal one more than once or twice every three months. And I'll go on and I'll find like occasionally messages like, actually, I went on today for the first time and since New Year's and I, I saw a few Happy New Year messages. I was like, hey, Happy New Year to you too. It's like <laughs> been three months. But you know, it's fine. They're cool. They have no issues with it. And then they know where to find me if they want me to Yeah, talk they have to them. your number. Yeah. They can reach you if they need to reach you. But we're still cool. We're still friends. No one's offended. Yeah. And uh, I have my other account where I literally have maybe like 30 people I follow that I really care about and I have them on my feed and they're only inspiring me and nothing personal really on there. So I'm not filled with any sort of negative emotions and I don't feel overcome with the need to scroll when I go on that. So, uh yeah, I think those are the ways that I've dealt with it. And I think at the end of the day, we've both found that we find way more time, way more mental clarity, sanity, and you just get to detach from that FOMO feeling that's constantly mm-hmm. in your life. And just be more present. Yeah. Because your, your life's life. pretty awesome if, exactly. if you get to live it, you know? <laughs> if you're not too worried about the 500 other people you follow, their lives. Someone out there is looking at your life and being like, damn, I wish I had that. And you're looking at someone else's life saying, damn, I wish I had that. And remember, if you felt that way about your own life, then just imagine you could, everyone would be happy with their life. Like, who cares? Yeah. It's it's comparison is a thief of happiness. And we're back at it. <laughs> yeah. Guru Arya is back. Um I think I think those are all the conversation notes from today's uh today's episode. Yeah. Yeah, I think we went a little over time. Yeah. Cause you were saying, Oh, like twenty minutes. I was saying, Oh, let's aim for thirty thirty yeah, minutes. Now we're at thirty five. Yeah, and you're like, No, no, give 30, us your feedback. Twenty minutes. Do you minutes think twenty is, is the right amount? Do you think thirty is the right amount? Do you think an hour? Like I personally think people get bored after 20 minutes, but 
if you find us entertaining, well, let us know. <laughs> I mean, I watch, I listen to like Joe Rogan or like Impulsive and those go on for like an hour, two hours, sometimes three hours each. But yeah, I don't listen all the way through. So yeah, I, yeah. And no one is listening. Chirp, 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 chirp. I think the important thing is, is that it takes as long as it needs to take for us to get the message across. Correct. And I think we've, what are we at? 36 minutes right now. I think we've gotten our message across. All right. Well, let us know if we helped you. If not. Yeah, we'd love to hear any feedback or any you know thoughts you guys had on this episode. So make sure you go to anchor.fm slash ghost station. It's also in the bio of our of our podcast, so it'll be easy to find. You guys could leave us voice messages or voice questions. Uh, we we won't necessarily include them all. If you just want to like say like you know sit, give us a message, give us your you could you could just say like I don't want and this is just like personally to you guys and yeah. that'd be fine too. It's our first time. It's, it's our first nice. time, and we'd love to just connect with you guys and get feedback. And uh, we hope you had fun. We had fun. I had fun. Yeah. We thought this would be a little harder than it was, but we also I hoped think it w- wouldn't be. Yeah. It was hard in the beginning, but then once we started talking, it just got a lot easier. Yeah. So thank you for joining our conversation and coming along on this ride. We uh, hope you had as much as... As much fun as we did. Yeah. And recording got- our first episode. Yeah. And uh, you got something out of it, you know, if it makes your life a little better, that's really all we wanted to do. Mm-hmm, 100%. Or laugh. That's the goal. Laugh yeah. or better life. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, ciao for now. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Adios. Love you all.